Welcome to the Minecraft Podcast, episode 107. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Minecraft Podcast. This episode of the Minecraft Podcast is brought to you by Braintree. If you're working on a mobile app and searching for the right payments API, check out the Braintree v.0 SDK. With one simple integration, you get every way to pay. To learn more and to try out the sandbox, go to braintreepayments.com slash mindcrack. And we thank them for supporting our show here this is it, week. Is this sandbox fun, do you think? I think it's a quite a fun sandbox. Any, yeah. any internet sandbox, it, it doesn't have any of that cr crummy box. stuff that you remember from your childhood in the sandbox. Uh, this week, we have Badge. We have Co-Star, who looks <laughs> a very happy. Good. And a special guest, Nebris. A photo, a photo of Nebris. How you doing, Nebris? What have you been up to? I'm doing all right. I've been um, working on doing some stuff. And mm, <laughs> cool. Mm, I, I've actually been uh, w working on a game. Um, oh. My Ludum Dare game from a while back. I, I started trying to make it multiplayer. Nice. Is that it's, a, it's not in any... Is that your own like, coded game? Is that is that in Minecraft or is that your own thing, own engine? No, it's it's my own thing. I I, I was making it in Unity. <laughs> is that in Mar Do you know what Lunum Dare is, Chad? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh. He doesn't know what oh. it is. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> Let's talk about it. It's a yeah. It's like a forty-eight hour game jam where you make a game based on a a theme, and you have forty-eight hours to do it. And I made a weird like. Katamari Damacy meets Asteroids type game, and I'm trying to make it multiplayer, but that's really hard. Are you flying around in space? Yes, you're flying around in space. Ah, yeah. so is that kind of like, um, have you seen, I think it's called like Captain Forever Remix or whatever? Yes, I have, and that actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's, I must say. sounds kind of like, is yours sort of similar-ish to that? Well, mine's mine's a, a lot more amateurish. <laughs> Did, did you copy that? Let's be honest. All right. But did you plagiarize? Well, no, Can you just answer right now? No. No. Basically, for your you have a air. bunch of parts for your spaceship that are just bouncing around and asteroids and stuff. And the, the object is to collect the parts of the spaceship by running into them. That's like Captain Katamari Forever. Domacy style. Oh, no. And then sorry. shoot down the other spaceship who's also doing the same thing. Did Chad just say that's Captain Forever remake? No, I didn't well, know I, which one you were describing. I'm now <laughs> I understand now that you're describing yours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, never. So I, I played it when you when you showed everybody it. Yeah, and yeah. You, you I keep right? the download. I hope your net code's better than Space Engineers. I can't make any promises. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you, maybe you can look at their uh, engine and get some ideas. That's true. I, I don't know if I'm that skilled at uh, programming netcode. Uh, <laughs> more on that even, later. You could fix their netcode, yes. in fact, once you, once you learn from your making your own game. But yeah, more on that later. Yeah, oh, yeah I'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get started off with the stories, I wanted to uh, remind everyone that we're having a party! Woo! Uh, in London, okay. uh, the oh, fleet meant right now. Right now, it's a party. If well, you, you forgot, you your Guinness and everything. I'm reminding Coast you. Coast got his urine. Co, co urine. <laughs> it's Yum. Very, it's very orange. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that's because it is orange. Very cloudy. <laughs> I hope it'd be orange. You mean Gouda's lying to me? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you ever drink it? <laughs> Did I tell you? I used to I used to work for a company that made uh, like medical diagnostic products and. I used to have to draw them, and and the MD from the company used to come in and he'd bring some sort of urine separating device, and he'd always put a little bit of apple juice at the bottom of it, and he'd give it to me and say, "There we are. It's one we've used before." But then it's then it's piss. Yeah, it's a funny guy. You draw guy. it. Give you apple juice in urine sample containers, and you would drink it. No, well, no I'd drink I, it. He I would draw, draw it. Oh, yeah, to draw. I see. Right. Let's see. Would you drink it sometimes too? Just you know, yeah, for yeah. fun. I mean, uh, until I realized it was apple, then I stopped. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you liar! Oh, um, uh, whack! Yeah. So, uh, don't forget that we're having a party the, on the Friday um, before Minecon starts. It's the Friday or just right before Minecon. Where, where is that? It is at the Namco Fun Center. Uh, oh, fun Funscape Fun Namco Fun Adventure. Um, make sure you check it fun out. House. Escaping. Yeah. It's it's across from the Nintendo Sadness Center. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Namco Bandai. <laughs> um, if you want to learn more, because we definitely can't talk about it right now. Uh, what I mean is we've been trying and it's not happening. That sounded so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Minecracklp.com slash party. Oh, is that's like the right address. It's not? <laughs> no. I don't think that goes anywhere. What the hell? Why is that not a thing? I don't know. Is it Podcast slash can. store? I thought it was yeah, slash party. No, slash store. What the hell is it slash oh. party? Probably nothing. I bet it's W92Badges page. Oh, yes. Go there. Go there. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it just takes you to the homepage. Well, can we make Hello that there. happen? Ah. I don't know. Oh, I also spelled it Plarty. <laughs> With <laughs> that? Plarty. Plarty. We're already drunk. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Go to minecracklp.com slash store. By the time the party finishes, it will be a party, to be fair. It will be a party. Um, and then one more reminder is, hey, I started the recap up again. So youtube.com slash minecracknetwork. Oh, it's all about Chad today. I hope it? that works. Uh, yeah, because the party's all about me. <laughs> Jeez. Um, is is minecracknetwork? Yeah, that's my great network. Do you know anything anymore? No, apparently not. <laughs> I start the thing and I don't do. The thing to do, though. Okay, yeah. So the recap is start. Hooray. Moving on. Badge, <laughs> co star, take it away. Just take it away oh, from me, please. Don't, don't throw it at me, your, your inabilities. So, um, a new game's come out this week. I don't know if anybody's noticed. Uh, Witcher 3. Uh, it has. Uh, there's there's two sides I think to The Witcher. There's the good side of of uh, CD Projekt Red. Who have you read the um, the Eula? It's it's a really good Eula. Yeah, like, yeah, for video making. But first, has have anyone played it the yet? Eula? Yeah, it, exactly, exactly. It's crazy, crazy, crazy idea. I don't know, but um, they're all like, yeah, you know, this is this is us. We made it. You can play it, kind of thing. It's all. There's the legal talk, but they put a big paragraph at the start of each paragraph saying, yeah, yeah, this is what it says in, in real English. Um, and it's really nice and friendly. And it's like, yeah, you can you can play this. You can make videos of it. We don't care. You know, just just we made it, respect it kind of thing. And they've you know, released it with uh, is it 16 bits of DLC in the first day that is free. Uh, if you go, if you download it on GOG, and I'm assuming it's probably the same on Steam, 
you get all sorts of bits as well. There's like paper models you can download and uh, free manual. Yeah, I thought it wasn't available on Steam. Oh, no, no. Some people yeah, seem to take Steam. Steam. Yeah. What? Okay. What the I hell was Rayleigh mentioned about yesterday then? Oh, God, I don't know. Something about rainbows, I think. No, I think it's something about keys and GOG. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Oh, it is there available was, on I, Steam. Like, Why didn't I get it on Steam? Why did I get it on GOG? Stuff and I, I don't know. Like, I got it on Steam, and I didn't have any problems. It's just like any other game. Although <laughs> I had it pre-ordered, so I don't know if something changed since then. Huh. Ooh, in fact, there's... That's weird. Sec. If you get it on GOG, the major difference is that it's completely DRM-free. Right. Which is lovely. Is that how? Is that their preferred method of the content delivery? The, well, the, the CD Projekt Red actually owns GOG. So that's oh. why GOG is always promoting like Witcher products, because they can do sales whenever they want to, and blah, blah, blah. Gotcha. Um, I don't think that they necessarily prefer GOG, uh, sales of Witcher 3 over anything else. I mean, obviously, Steam would probably be their priority because that's the biggest market by far. Um, but, you know, you probably get some benefit of it being DRM-free on GOG where you can just, once you've downloaded it, you can put it wherever you want and you don't have to worry about it trying to call home. Yeah. Which is cool. Interesting. I really like CD <clears throat> Projekt Red as a developer yeah. so far. Yeah. Like, I, I'm... They have a great reputation. Yeah. And then... I'm like before I know we still haven't gotten in the actual story, but um I am so freaking excited about Cyberpunk twenty seventy-seven. Holy mackerel, yeah. am I have they ever released anything other than that one teaser? No, they haven't. And then at the end crazy. of that te teaser there was a secret message that was like, We have no freaking clue when this is gonna get done. Like we like there was like a long paragraph that was like, We're just gonna give this to you to let you know. And then I went to them at E three, I think I last year's E three and they were like, We have no freaking clue. Like we're we're working on the Witcher. Like <laughs> you know, like we plan to do this thing, but nah yeah, we're working on the Witcher right now. Um, so yeah, I, I can't wait until there's a cyberpunk. I hope it's a cyberpunk RPG that, I, I mean, that's what cyberpunk should be. The or cyberpunk 20, what was it? 2025 was the original, um, uh, tabletop game. And so I think, I hope that it will be a cyberpunk game, just like the Witcher with super open world and like, anyway. No one else is excited about it. No one else. I'm excited about it, but I because uh, me because yeah. you and I talked about it last time. But I didn't actually go watch the trailer, so I was watching the trailer right now because I'd never heard of it. Though once you said tabletop, I realized that I, I did know about Cyberpunk. I just didn't realize I knew about it until you just said right tabletop. Right, and that's kind of what they did with Witcher. Is that Witcher was this like book series that they made into a game, right? I think it was yeah. it was a um, and. So they're kind of doing the same with Cyberpunk, where Cyberpunk was, you know, this really, really thought out um, tabletop RPG, and they've gotten some of the writers from uh, the original, uh, you know, books and stuff, and, um, you know, it's very, very exciting. They did one interview with one of the writers, that was the only other piece, uh, other than the teaser trailer, they did this thing with, like, one of the writers, and he was saying, you know, and the thing was like, well, they knew stuff, like, better than me, like, I'm talking about the corporate wars, and they're talking, they're throwing back, like, stuff that I've forgotten, you know, it's just, anyway, I think they're gonna do it really right, I'm really excited about it. The uh, top comment on the trailer is coming 2077. Yeah, no, probably, <laughs> probably. 
<laughs> but they've they've done Witcher now, so they've got time. Yeah, hopefully they're. I'm sure there's nothing else on their. I'm sure now that Witcher's out, you know, they can devote a hundred percent of resources Yay! to Cyberpunk 2077. Anyway, exactly. what was y'all's story about? Um, well, we were just talking about how you know it's come out. They're they're jolly jolly nice people that seem to have a good attitude towards gaming, um, which is something that probably a lot of the bigger. Uh, game companies should probably take need, take heed of because I think the sales have been very good. I, I saw the word millions being mentioned yesterday. Uh, I don't know if you have four figures, but there has been some issues as well. Um, I suffered from uh, a problem with the game crash, well, hanging on the inventory page, which apparently seems to be a very common problem. Uh, but Cody's been talking about the fact that there's been a bigger issue, haven't you? Indeed, yeah. There's been a lot of controversy uh, since the game came out having to do with performance. And it's actually kind of related to the um, the whole thing that happened with Project Cars, like last week, I guess. Where, uh, with Project Cars, uh, it incorporates something called NVIDIA Gameworks, and it also uh, requires physics. And Physics. Yeah. And For some reason, I, I, I hear Ross saying pivot. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) apparently uh, this causes a lot of problems with AMD cards' performance. So uh, this controversy kind of carried over into The Witcher 3 because it's sort of similar where there's a lot of NVIDIA stuff in there. There's the NVIDIA um, answer to Tress Effects, if you're familiar with that. Uh, Yeah, the hair stuff. I think it's called Hairworks... Uh, and if you have that on and you have an AMD card, you're going to see a very significant uh, drop in performance. I didn't have that, but I did have a very strange thing that was like um, if you have a, a sweet wrapper over half of the screen, and like it was like a, a, a line on the screen where one half of it, his hair was like blue or purple, and the other half it was normal. And it was really bizarre, and it was only his hair on his head. I don't know if that's related to that or not, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not seen that one myself. Yeah. I haven't had any of the issues that you mentioned, but I did notice that um, it seemed like the performance was less than what I expected for my own personal setup. So, uh, have I, I w- have I like I was, frozen? Sorry, <laughs> you're a bit, you're a bit, yeah, you're a bit robotic. Um, yeah, we all are. To me, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, same. I, I, I was kind of warned that it needed quite a beefy machine to make it, so I wasn't really expecting, you know, 100 frames per second anyway. Uh, but I get a solid 50, so I seem quite happy with that. I've been, I've, I've been getting, like, graphical glitches, too. Like, at one point, like, the whole ground looks looked tiled. Like, there was supposed to be, an like, a texture that was stretched, and it had just, like, gone to, like, super tiny size and was tiled a whole bunch of times. Huh. Um yeah, strange. yeah, strange. I'm running really old hardware, so it's probably that. But uh, well, you and me both, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. So I don't and I'm know. on AMD as well. So yeah, it be luckily I'm on Nvidia, which it seems like they kind of partner with to do a lot of the stuff. Yeah, I mean, it just sucks that <clears throat> I don't know. Like, it, it just really, really sucks that you're gonna have a better performance with a card. Just because Nvidia has started making game uh, engine like I don't know like effects. Well, well, physics has been around for a while. Yeah, you're right. It's not necessarily it's not about new. 
what they're making. It's that AMD has actually sort of accused NVIDIA of somehow using NVIDIA Gameworks to cripple AMD's performance. AMD claims that mm. they did work on The Witcher 3 and they had good performance until the NVIDIA Gameworks stuff was integrated in there and then their performance tanked. That's what they say. Um, and right now, the whole controversy is kind of up in the air. It's not definitively anything. It's not necessarily, like, people don't necessarily agree that it's proven that it's NVIDIA's fault. It may be AMD's fault, but nobody knows there either. And it could just be the developer's fault, too, for for some poor integration or something like that on their end. It's it's kind of hard to say, but overall, it does seem like the performance for, for the game could be improved for everybody. There, there, some fixes needed or something. Yeah. I mean, it's possible, too, that, like... <clears throat> I mean, of course, they're going to say that it's happened maliciously, but it's possible that it's just they didn't test it completely with the, the game work stuff. And it's not like it's a maliciously NVIDIA trying to screw over AMD. It's just that these things weren't tested thoroughly enough. I, I've always turned physics <laughs> off anyway because it, it's never Zax. been particularly great with AMD. Physics! Physics! The Project Cars team said that they provided 20 keys to AMD for them to do whatever they needed to do to optimize for Project Cars. Kilos. And they said that, um, I think they said that the last time they had been contacted by AMD was back in October of 2014. It was either they that said that, I don't think it was CD Projekt Red. I'm pretty sure that applied to Project Cars. But, yeah. So, it's hard to say what's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and that's a scenario, it could, like... It could be Sorry, it's going to be sour grapes on either end, really, couldn't it? It's yeah. I mean, who's, who's, whose responsibility is it to reach out to the graphics card manufacturers? You know, is it the developer or is it the graphics card manufacturer to know that this game is coming out? Well, everybody has a vested interest. Right. Like the, the card companies obviously want their card to be the one that's the best because right. you know, they're, they're making a huge amount of money by selling cards, and they're not going to sell them if they don't run the new games. Right. The developer obviously wants their game to run well because if it runs like shit, people will get mad and they won't buy any more games from them. So they have a mutual interest in working together on all sides. Um, the only ones that don't are the competitors, uh, which would be AMD and NVIDIA. And I think that's really the most controversial thing there, is whether or not NVIDIA is actually crippling AMD stuff, or if AMD is, is sort of falsely accusing NVIDIA here of something that really was their own fault. Hmm. I like both companies. I've, I've been on AMD for uh, extended periods of time, and I've been with NVIDIA for extended periods, periods of time. And both have done really good products as far as I'm concerned. So right. I just tend to move from one to the other depending on like which generation at the time happens to be the most like right. stable and powerful. Right. NVIDIA pisses me off a little bit with their constant brand pushing. I don't like the fact that every time I start a game, it goes, boom, NVIDIA, bling, 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 and all this sort of stuff. That, that, AMD don't do, do that. that yeah, does. Yeah, AMD does that. I don't see it as much. It, it seems like they don't it have seems anything like, like the NVIDIA, but they have <laughs> yeah. a picture, you know, NVIDIA. a picture that comes up. Yeah, so, I, I'm still hearing Claptrap's voice in my hair. Yeah. In my head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, uh -huh. but I think Banch has uh, like I feel like uh, I've seen the Nvidia stuff more than the AMD one. 
I yes, think that NVIDIA is, goes after it a little bit harder than... Slightly in, it's like the Intel thing, isn't it? Yeah. Honestly, as a consumer, I always find that confusing. Whenever I see that, I'm always like... Wait, does that mean that I can't well, play it? Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, it doesn't mean that, though. So right. why does this game have yeah. this advertisement for one card and not the other? Because yeah. they both run it. Right. So it's, it's a weird... It's one of those industry quirk things where somewhere long ago in the past, somebody at either of these companies realized, hey, we'll give you some extra money or some free resources or something or whatever the benefit is if yeah. you put our logo at the beginning of your game. Right. And then that just became the normal. standard. Yeah. But it's really, it's meaningless. It's like, well, there's an NVIDIA advertisement at the beginning of my game or there's an AMD right. advertisement here and I have an NVIDIA card. Like, I don't care. I just want to play the game. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let's make sure it runs. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing there to have that. It doesn't hurt anyone, right? Yeah. Well, it's better now but today it's, because allowing people confusion. to skip the shit at the beginning has has made that more tolerable. Yeah. Back in the day, yeah. you used to have to sit there and watch this stupid yeah. character walk out and be all like, bang, bang, video, the way it's made to be played. And you have to sit there for 30 seconds <laughs> yeah. while this is happening. Like, Can I play? Yeah. I want to yeah. play. Yeah. The Witcher actually says press space to skip on the bottom of the screen. You know, yeah. Start. Yeah, you can That's just nice. skip all the way to the... CD Projekt Red is so good. CD Projekt Red. Oh, my God. Good Contact me, CD Projekt Red. Let's go for a date. Seriously. Um, but That's like why what? Chad's hair is so red. <laughs> CD Projekt Red. I got CDs got around here, too. He's already. Chad Project Red. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, the only thing that I see that it hurts, like, to Good's point, is that it's just customer confusion. It's like, Grandma gets this game, sees this NVIDIA logo, and it's like... Oh, I didn't realize that my son needed the NVIDIA card, so I'm going to go buy... Grandma doesn't buy know about cards. ...to find ever in the history of video cards of this ever happening. I, saw, I swear this happened. Like, like I remember this... When CD-ROMs first came out, we had this really hard time installing one game or another, and I swear that my mother went out and bought a sound card specifically for this game <laughs> because it was Sound on Blaster. the box it must it must have been sound blast or something because i remember um we needed that i think it might have even been like uh, need for speed because i really wanted to play need for speed uh -huh. we went out we got the sound card and then for my birthday uh because i played need for speed so much um they got me one of the driving wheels with like the pedals and stuff Oh wow! And then and it was USB. It was the first time I had ever seen. It was the Sidewinder. I remember. It was the first time I had ever had a USB peripheral device. Before that, it had always been uh, the whatever the thing was before it or whatever. And we had to go out and buy a USB card for the computer. And I was like, we bought so much stuff for this computer. This game is so expensive. Like, oh my gosh. And, <laughs> and yeah, that's probably why I was a console kid for a little while. It sounds like you got a bunch of stuff you actually needed, though. Not probably. So you yeah, need... we got like a four-port USB thing. You know, we got a sound card. Finally, um, but I, the thing I is, we had sound was, was... on the computer. Like, I don't understand why we. I'm like, I remember playing sound on the computer. It wasn't like we didn't have any way to play sound. There, there, there was a time, I, I seem to remember, when, when sound cards did a sort of paradigm shift from these crappy little things to, you know, multi-voice multi sort of 16-bit things. Uh, and there was a... Yeah. I, I have a sort of memory of 
lots of things not working unless you upgraded your sound card. There was a uh, period of time where uh, motherboards didn't ship with integrated audio other than PC speaker. Yeah. So yeah. just the beep, boop, okay. bop, beep, beep, bop. And then Maybe, they started yeah. in- integrating sound cards onto the motherboards, but they were they were not powerful or, or significant at all. Like they had like mono and stereo and that's it. And then like games wanted to support like 3D audio. You remember EAX, uh, yeah. all that shit. The only cards that could do that were sound cards. But thankfully we've left those days behind because sound cards became so small that they're just integrated yeah. right onto your motherboard right. now. It's like a teeny tiny I, little chip. I, I remember having a, a, I think it was a Sound Blaster 16. It was the is it ISA card. It was literally that long. Oh my and God. You, could, you had RAM slots. You could upgrade it with one meg dims. <laughs> uh, eight of them on there, I think. Wow. Wow. So glad those days are done. <laughs> yeah. Especially because Creative had some of the worst driver Drivers. software in the history. <laughs> of, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, amen, brother. Good. Tell us about Space Engineers. Okay. You know, I never played Witcher, so I didn't really have much to say about that. I'm sorry. Who who's um, all played Witcher so far? Uh, mine. My first episode should be out by the time this goes out. So. I never played one or two, but I'm playing through one right now, just in my free time. Yeah, I tried to play keys for one and two, and I'm trying to play through one, but um, it's not really holding my attention that well. It's hard. The thing, the thing with the Witcher games that I've found is everybody cannot get past the beginning. It's yeah. like, uh, uh, okay, fuck this. That's basically so what you're saying is it gets better. And well, how far did you I, get before you called it quits? Though. Well, I haven't exactly called it quits, so I'm just struggling to get through that first town. Well, Vizima like, or something like okay, that. Emphysema yeah. town. Emphysema town. I just, I mean, <laughs> I just like got there myself. Minutes. And if you get used to the combat, the way the combo system works, it's not that it's not as bad as it seems at first blush. I think it's just it makes a really poor first impression. It doesn't seem deep to me. <laughs> right, yeah, I think it gets better once you have like magic and you level up some because there's a lot of um there's a lot of different abilities and things that just aren't accessible in the beginning. Oh. I'm going to keep going with it and see if there's there's more I I find I'm struggling with the fighting mechanism in in 3. It's and there's there's quite a few things. There's people talking about how they keep putting out candles instead of looting the right <laughs> box because there's a very specific dot it's almost like pixel perfect to get the looting thing to pop up the menu to pop up to press the button to, to loot the bag. Really uh, that so much. I mean, yeah, and I keep running past the horse instead of jumping on it and, and stuff like that. Are you on <laughs> keyboard or controller? Uh, keyboard. Yeah, uh, he's he's got that over. He's got a lot of momentum. He's a heavy guy, and when you, you when you sprint somewhere and stop, he he does several steps on yeah. before. I felt uh, like they didn't quite handle the the momentum of movement very well yeah and it's other the games same that have that too but yeah it's the same with fighting as well I, I find that i'm swinging at something and and the mobs are. i mean i'm still you know, level three so but but the mobs are very agile and and the ai is very is very good the fighting ai they, they come around behind you and they team up on you and they jump you but you're like wildly swinging this sword around and everybody else is like just well, you, not, you really have to like dodge and stuff. You have to use yeah, magic. Yeah. You know, it's constant dodging. And dodge is alt. I hate that. They give you. That's not the only one though. I don't like alt either 
but you can do space bar. You can just do a direction and jump. Yeah, yeah. And you just roll out of there. You go so much farther that <laughs> you can you rebind might it all the time. Shut you can't. Up. You no, can rebind alt, but I mean, like, really, they they put that there because they use every other fucking button on the yeah, planet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I might like do it to my key, like my my mouse I or re- something. I it to space. So. Actually, I would think that control would have been a better choice for them for yeah. the default because what all does control, control does do? it yeah. toggles walking or not. Oh, screw that. I'll put that on alt. Yeah, put that on alt and use control. Screw that. Okay, I won't flip those. Are you all right there, Badge? He's he's just freaking out. He found out. You're muted, I think, Badge. (laughs) No, I'm unmuted now. Oh, Oh, yeah, I was having a mini orgasm. Got it. (laughs) Petit more, as they say in France. (laughs) Petit more. Sorry, we interrupted you, dude. Go ahead. No, that's fine. That's my fault for saying I never played the other game. (laughs) Um, So anyway, back about the other game. Um, Yeah. So uh, now that Nebris is making space games, he's got a good source of uh, code he can use from space engineers, and he can yeah. even fix their net code. You know, I was reading uh, Mark Marek Rosa's uh, title here. Um, he's got it: Space Engineers, Medieval Engineers, V Rage, Minor Wars, Artificial Intelligence, Keen Software House. So apparently, they also make AI. Um, I don't know, but. That's neither here nor there. I'm, I'm going off on a tangent. Uh, so Space Engineers has decided to release their source code completely uh, to the public. And what that means is that everyone will have full access to their source code. It's uh, up on GitHub right now. Um, what they're hoping people do with this is make mods, fix their net code, and um, even <laughs> possibly make standalone games. Is that they really what they say they should fix? No, okay. no, they don't say people should fix their net code. That's that's just a little jab and insider if if you watch the show uh, early on. Um, so the pros they talk about here for releasing their source code is that um, total conversions are now possible, more and better content created by the modders, allowing people to have more fun with their game by letting them modify it while keeping while we keep and add core features and updates as we've done over the last two years. Modders can now have server-side mods more easily. Modders can contribute to Space Engineers core development if they want. And Co said that people that some of the code uh, has already been implemented from that. Um, the cons they mention here um, is competitors can steal their ideas and algorithms. And their answer to that is that if it's so easy to clone our games and development methods, then we probably aren't doing anything very special already. Um, so we want to be leaders, not followers. The next up is hackers will have an easier time creating cheating in multiplayer. And their answer to this is that that is true. Um, but then presumably uh, an anti-hack stuff will be made by people as well. Right, they, and they, they also their server. Oh, you're about to say that, do this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Well, yeah. What Kozma says is the server, uh, the the server will have authority and will validate anything sent by the clients. Um, so, and and hopefully they're hopefully they're also going to be updating all their server side stuff with medieval engineers and space engineers coming together because that's definitely been a problem. Um, the last thing they say is we can be accused of going open source and abandoning development of space engineers and our answer to that is definitely no as we stated above. We're mostly giving complete freedom to our modders while we continue the game's development without any changes. And I've heard this come up a lot. This is something we've even talked about internally because they did that with Minor Wars. They basically de- abandoned Minor Wars and moved on to space engineers uh, in their development. And so whenever uh, medieval engineers got announced that was a concern of, that a lot of people had was that they were going to abandon Space engineers' development and focus on medieval engineers. They said they weren't going to do that, and I believe they didn't. But I also believe that they started writing code for medieval engineers, then implementing that into space engineers and causing a lot of unforeseen bugs within space engineers. So even though they didn't abandon space engineers, I feel that some of the code they were working on for medieval engineers didn't necessarily integrate seamlessly into space engineers. Uh, 
Another interesting thing is they have a $100,000 fund of their own money that they're willing to give to modders to help build conversion mods based on Space Engineers or the V-Rage engine. So there's the gist of this announcement. Do you guys have anything to say? I'm hoping that somebody goes in there or various somebodies and looks at what can be done to improve the performance of the game and maybe uh, make uh, SLI possible. SLI yeah. support. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, because my whole beef right now with Space Engineers is purely about performance. Yep. I want to play it, but I just don't want to suffer a crappy frame rate yeah. of like 19 or whatever. Yeah. No. Forget it. Yeah. It, it was bad. Like, I remember early on, you know, you and Mibby would complain about it, and I was still getting 30 FPS. But by the time I got down to where you guys were getting 19, you guys were like, gave a slideshow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. Um, they do they do say here that if you want to make a standalone game, that that's an option. Um, but obviously, you need to get licensed from them and stuff like that. So technically, you could take their engine and make a standalone game with it, with with you know the correct licensing or whatever. But yeah, that's about it. They show a preview here in this article too about planets. We're still waiting on grass and trees. They said. I guess they're they planted the seeds. They're they're growing. <laughs> Listen, guys, it's summer the summer harvest will be soon. Uh, just hold on your pants, okay? We planted it in the spring. Um, yeah, get ready, get ready for that. Um, Spotify. This isn't really a game story. This is more of a um, just things I'm interested in story. Spotify now did a uh, event just the other day where they announced that they're going to be adding to the Spotify library uh, videos and podcasts so that you can now stream um, videos and podcasts within your Spotify client, which is really kind of cool. Basically, they want Spotify to become your jukebox that you use everything for. I don't know if they want to be Twitch, but like they want to be, they want, they want you to, you know, if you're in Spotify already, or I mean, it's more for episodic content. So like some of the people that they um, have have uh, partnered with is like ABC, Adult Swim, BBC, Comedy Central, E, ESPN, Fusion, like all all of these companies that kind of make more episodic stuff, not really YouTubers or YouTube content. They're not trying to be the next YouTube. Um, but let's say that there's something on Adult Swim that you like to watch every single episode of. Now it could be inside of Spotify and, and watch it there. That sort of thing. One of now, the... Um, well, what's interesting to me here is they have a list of partners that they've already worked with or they're included in this. Mm -hmm. One of them is Twit. Yeah. So, you know, those stuff that you've done could possibly be there. Yeah. The other one is Maker Studios. Yeah. Which, which is, is a YouTube network, as we all know. Right. Um, so that's the only content Maker Studios creates is YouTube videos, right? So does that mean we're going to start seeing Captain Sparkles on, on Spotify? Aren't they partnered with Disney? Yes. Yeah. Right, and but this doesn't mention Disney. This is just Maker Studios, right? So it's not like you're not going to see... Door the explore or not? Door's not. Um, I think yeah. you mean Kim Possible. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Actually, yeah. Is that Disney? No, that's that's Nick Jr. 
I have no idea. I know nothing. <laughs> no, I know nothing. <laughs> right. Just learn your cartoons for Right. You need a three year old daughter. Three teen girls. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sophia the first. There Hannah Montana. Yeah, that's Do you think this is it. related to the whole um, Apple trying to cut down their music side? Possibly. Uh, it mentions that in this article, too. Um, you know, it just talks about how Beats music has failed, basically, to make a dent in the mar- in the streaming music uh, as, as a whole. What was that yeah. other service uh, that everyone used? Uh, Pandora. It's like Pandora's been forgotten almost uh, yeah. ever since Spotify came around. For me, though, I've always like, maybe I'm just old. Uh, the kids are wrong, and <laughs> <laughs> um, I enjoyed Pandora because I didn't, I wasn't picking exactly what I wanted to listen to. It was basic, and I know that you could do that with Spotify as well. But I feel like if I if I could always pick what I want to listen to, I would end up still doing that. Whereas with Pandora, I don't know what I'm going to get, and I end up getting introduced to new things because of that. I don't know. Right. There was I, again. I think I think Spotify has that functionality. Um, not, yeah, it does. So, it. like, one of the things that they mentioned. Wait, what? What, what did you just say? Oh, sorry, I was looking for a different article. Does Spotify have the same functionality as Pandora? Of you can just like, here's yes. the type of music I like, and yes. then just like. Okay. Yes, and one of the things they mentioned in this uh, announcement is that a lot of people don't really search by genre anymore. There's a lot more feel, uh, sort of. Uh, you know, they're they're looking for something to play at work or something to play to relax or something to play to do something like that. And so that has also been uh, introduced as well. Songs uh, is uh, is the people who actually Google bought and they put that into Google Music um, all access. But now Spotify sort of has this option as well to kind of choose based off of feel. So very interesting. Um, I, the Maker Studios thing, I was I was trying to find, I thought that Maker Studios bought, it was a podcast network type thing. I forget the name of that. It was like Pod, pod something. Podzol. Podstar or something. Podzol. Podzoil, yeah. Podzol. Um, <laughs> I remember reading that too. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, either. I actually used them. Like, I'm embarrassed that I can't remember the name of it. I used them to encode OMG Craft for a long time. Um, and I just cannot remember the name of it. But anyway, that that whole network was kind of like... I don't know. I, I just feel like Maker is kind of edging to create more episodic stuff and not the YouTube style stuff. Yeah. Well, I think they're also diversifying where YouTube isn't their only outlet for exactly delivering content. Exactly. Well, I mean, you can't blame them for wanting to turn themselves into a TV channel, essentially, can you? Because nope. yeah. Yeah, you, you, as a company, you want to diversify and get bigger and more money. So. Right. And if YouTubers just say tomorrow, like, Hey, we're going to try this new thing with this new advertising thing. And so all the current advertisers are going to be shut down for a week. You know, I don't, I don't expect them to do that. But, uh, you know, something like that could happen. No one controls that except for YouTube. Um, and Maker definitely wants to step out and kind of do almost like the Vivo type thing. Where Vivo has their own website and their own player and their own app and everything where you can go experience vivo also on here is nerdist there's a few podcast you know type companies um nerdist vice city um god there's one other i thought 
anyway, I'm missing it now. But interesting to me, and I think that other than them just like horribly coding it, I think it's gonna be pretty popular that people can. I I don't know. I feel like it's almost like a step towards Hulu, more like Hulu style than yeah. um than anything else than you know a step in the YouTube direction. So that's that's my story about Spotify. Nebris, what you got for us? Um, so apparently Twitch has been reducing or is reducing the delay between chat and or well when you stream something and when people can Wait, see it. You? Hallelujah. Um, so they they're they're cutting that down by a bit, and I think they're doing that by reducing the packet size. Um, and there's some trade-offs to this. The the upside is you get to interact with your chat at a closer to real time thing. So it's not like, hey chat, let's let's do something, and then 30 seconds later, chat's like, okay, let's do this. I um, I mean, chat's probably got something to say about this, but I find when streaming that that is something that is very difficult to get your head around, uh, especially in the early days. Yeah, me and Code uh, definitely could talk about this. Like, yeah, it's, it's like spinning plates for me. It's, it's, right. Really. So like whenever I double me, I'm only streaming like four times, but I didn't have any trouble with that. In fact, I, I think I think what it is, Badge, is whenever you do YouTube content, you have to be on constantly. So you're like, you're. I mean, you don't because you can always edit out dead air yeah. or whatever. But whenever you're streaming, I almost felt like just kind of hanging out in my living room. You got some people here with me. See, I, I find the opposite. I find a, a great pressure to keep talking when I'm streaming. Hmm. Keep entertaining. Same. See, I thought that's what I was going to feel yeah. because Sevenus always talks about this about how YouTube had to be on. And then once I was actually doing it, I realized that oh no, I'm way more relaxed than normal. And that's why I played games like Dead State and stuff because I could play those. Whereas on YouTube, I couldn't, you know, because people don't have that. That for some reason on 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 a stream, whatever the people aren't they're interacting with you in a way that they don't necessarily have to completely care about the game as much. Um, so you, I don't know. I, I maybe maybe it's just my approach. No, I agree. I just like having a good time and playing a game. With In fact, people. a lot of times I don't want a game that is too um, focus intensive because I I want to look at the chat room and I want to interact. And if there's a game that I'm too like like worried about winning or is too fast paced, I can't do that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I mean, don't I, worry the, about the, dead air. Say again. I worry about dead air. And I find that if I've been, I like the UHCs that we do, but I, it's, it, I like doing it with Nebris because we can talk to each other while we're playing. Um, mm -hmm. If I'm doing it without him, then uh, I find that I have to talk all the time and I end up at the end of it with a sore throat. Right. I feel differently because like also I feel like I can play music a lot easier on Twitch and mm -hmm. music always just covers up the dead air if there's music going like really softly in the background. Now, in terms of getting used to the stream delay, in the beginning, yeah, it was totally, like, mind-screwing. Like, I could not figure it out. And, but after a while, I just kind of expected it, that I would say something, and then about 30 seconds later, I would look at the chat to see the response. It, it was almost like I'd say something and then purposely get distracted for 30 seconds and then be like, oh, yeah, what are you saying? And that was the first time that they would respond. I just kind of got used to it. Yeah. So weird thing. But I'm still really sure what they're doing in this article, unless I've just missed it. it. Just says they're going to try to reduce the stream delay. So it's uh it's in beta for a few 
partners, I thought, and you go to yeah. your, you know, twitch.tv slash settings and just turn it on. Turn it on. Turn it on. I set it on. I've been using it for the past uh, week or so. And have you really noticed a difference? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's a lot better. I uh, I actually really didn't care for the the thirty second delay because it does make it super difficult to interact with people. Hmm. And uh, yeah, turning it on, it reduced the delay by probably about half, like down to ten or twelve seconds instead of whatever it normally was. And you know, I can respond to people and they can respond back to me, and it's a much more of an interactive conversation. Uh, far easier to deal with than than a weird lengthy lag. Right. Much preferred. Makes sense. The uh I mean is there any no downside delay to would it? be I mean the only downside would be things like League of Legends or whatever, but those people can set their own stream delay yeah. on their own, so yeah. Well there there's some some downsides because the performance uh changes for certain people. Like it's gonna buffer less on their machine locally. <laughs> Got it. So they may experience more buffer if they have slower internet, like more little buffers all the time. Basically, what Twitch used to be like back in the day, before they didn't right. have it, like when they didn't have a delay at all, some people would just experience like the buffer, the buffer, 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 buffer. Right. Hmm. The, de- the delay enabled Twitch to let the video buffer more on their local machines and then it could adjust and keep the video smooth right i'm excited about it screw those people with crappy internet (laughs) well i have not seen a lot of people having problems there was like one or two comments of somebody having an issue but it wasn't enough to say that it was definitely due to the uh the lower delay beta or not there's always someone having a problem isn't there (laughs) Yeah, but other people have said that um, it's been bad on other people's channels. So it might have to do with load, time of day, peak time kind of stuff, uh, different people's internets, you know, all kinds of shenanigans. Right. Cool. Anything else? Nope. This episode of the Minecraft podcast is sponsored by Braintree. Uh, if you are coding an app or a website uh, and searching for a simple payment solution, check out Braintree. Braintree's V.0 SDK makes it easy to offer multiple mobile payment types. Start accepting PayPal, Apple Pay, Bitcoin, uh, Venmo, credit cards, and more, all with one simple single integration. Uh, if you don't have time, give them a call, and they'll handle handle the integration for you. They'll walk you through it. Um, it's um, It supports Android, iOS, and JavaScript clients. It also is in seven different languages, .NET, Node.js, Java, Perl, PHP, Python, and Ruby. Uh, ten lines of in-app code can get you up and running with with um, you know your, your payment solution is finished in 10 lines of code. I am so, kind of surprised no one's done that before. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it's, it's you use their payment API and everything is secure, simple, and kind of handled for you 
it really is kind of surprising that no one has and done it's, it before. It's uh, got nothing to do with the town called Braintree in Essex. No, or Braintree in Bo- There's one near Boston too. I used to live like really close to that. Yeah, yeah. No, this is a, it's, before you moved, you tried to imagine how perfect your brain is. There's a Best Buy but on there. Braintree. That's... It's like branches of brains. I don't know. That's I always thought. Brain. Anyway, learn more. It's quite, actually, it's quite funny looking at the map of like New England and seeing just just how many British town names there are there. It's yeah, obviously. I think that reason. that uh, you know, it was the a- Braintree is starting a thing. So now we'll have you know Sussex uh, will be the next sort of API for some other thing. You'll yeah. get uh, Gloucester. Gloucester. We wanted something to remember your tyranny by. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. So oh. we we had to name some things after you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's like a housing plan that has a theme to it. <laughs> <laughs> what America is? <laughs> yeah, New England is. Uh, oh, oh, I see. Got it. To learn more and to get your first $50,000 in transactions fee-free... Oh. $50,000? I thought we just going to give us 50000 No, and transactions fee-free... Go to BraintreePayments.com slash Minecrack. So you can learn more there at BraintreePayments.com slash Minecrack. And we thank Braintree so much for their support of the Minecrack podcast. Yay! Moving on to Ask Crack. Yay! Good. You're first up. Number one. Alex says, hello, Podcrackers. In a recent upload by Good, he talks about my his Apple Watch. Oh, God. And how it is linked up to his security cameras. As a person who lives in this place, in a place where you can leave your door open and it will be all fine, he seems. This seems strange to me. And very big brother, I was wondering why do you feel you need to have such securities in place? Who picks these questions? And me. Do you not fear that someone else can hack into your cameras and watch you? Thank you for your time and keep up the excellent work. This isn't a question we all, all got all can answer either. Like, should they questions be things that we all we all can answer? This is like Good's personal podcast now. Your (laughs) show, Good. Not everybody lives in where you live. Well, I mean, here's here's one example. Imagine if you're the type of person that has fans show up at your house. Yes, that has happened. There has been people show up at my house that I did not invite to my house solely because I make videos on YouTube. That is fucking bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, and now having video evidence of it or... Right. Yes. Um... Imagine having over 100,000 people know whenever you're going to be out of town uh, and having a three-year-old and a wife here in, in 100 acres in the middle of fucking nowhere. And, you know, police would take 10, 15 minutes to get here at least. Um, <laughs> Do you have anything else that you can tell them? Oh, my God, <laughs> yeah, really? Right. I mean, that's why I don't want to answer these type of questions. That's why I don't want to. And people have asked me after I did the Apple watching to go through my house and show them my whole security setup. That would be the most (laughs) fucking ignorant thing you could do with a security setup is to show people exactly how it all works. Um, But, I mean, uh, after you and I talked the other day, Co, about uh, and you showed me in the manual how to set it up, I do have it now set up where all my outside cameras do the the thing where if there's any motion, it takes it and it sends it to my Gmail um, as well. Nice. I did get a lot of comments on, this, on the Apple thing, like, what happens if your power goes out? Well, if my power goes out, I have a generator that automatically cuts on it and cuts the power on it. Well, your generator used to go on all the time, didn't I? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been early. a while now. Yeah. Um, well, the other day, we have a new power company, and uh, the new power company, uh, they had, they're not experienced with the brownouts yet. So, like, when, on the other day, it was the hottest it's been yet. Kevin, brownouts. So, I actually bought a new UPS for my computer because the other one wasn't working right. Me, too. 
Um, yeah, yeah, me too. I got the same UPS. Yeah, we got UPS the same UPS. Oh my god. Does, does uh, it go start recording? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is no, a better one. Better. We, we figured out the wattage. Like, we, we had math going for a while, and we found out that um, it was just on the Amazon page. We could have just noticed it. And uh, it was a whole ordeal. Like, it was literally, yeah. I think it took us an hour to decide which ones we were going to buy. So, how hot does it have to get? For you to start getting these brownouts. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. You see, you're where you live, and that and that, that hasn't been a problem until. See, what happened is, um, progress, progress energy or Duke energy, whichever it was before, mm-hmm. got into a lot of trouble because they were dumping so much coal into the rivers nearby, and then soon after that, they end up selling after the government fined them a whole bunch. I don't know if those are two things are related or not, um, but we didn't have we didn't have these problems with brownouts until the the, the change, and now it's been a problem this this mm-hmm. summer, um, or since it started. We're not even summer yet, um, so I think they're just getting used to how to. Power. Basically. How how to work to power? How uh, to power? How but to power. Go, back to the whole question thing here. It's not just cameras stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot of convenience. Like I I could change the temperature in my house from right here on my watch. Um, yay! I mean, but that's not. I mean, I could also get up and go in there and change the temperature in my house. Um, but the cool thing is, like, uh, people ask, like, why would you want to cut your lights on and off? Well, I don't do that for my watch or my phone unless I'm not home. But you can also set up scenes like the company. Uh, well, I'm not gonna talk about the company, but anyways, you can set up scenes uh, so that you can easily like if if I do get a notification that someone has broken my house, the first thing I do is hit one button. It cuts on every light in my house. So um, there's that. Uh, there was a time. It period really bothers where, me that you say cuts on, turns on. It really um, bothers me. Day. There was a time whenever uh, my Skype cuts had it on. getting hacked because Skype has no security at all. Yeah, because Skype is the literal worst. So what I ended up doing was setting up. This isn't the same as this the system, but what I did is I set up a uh, a computer and an email just for my Skype. And if I got any emails at that email address, that meant that my password had been changed on Skype. And all that computer did was had speakers set up that would go bah, 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 if I get an email. So I had that set up in my fucking bedroom for months because Skype security. So. These are just examples of basically bullshit you deal with when you are a YouTuber. Uh, I would not have that. I would not have any of this bullshit if I didn't have if I didn't deal with this shit. Basically, I mean, it's it's like it's not an option. It's it is my life. So uh, things I didn't tell you about YouTube. Do you have uh, cameras in your bathroom? Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes, there's definitely so, a in the bathroom. Uh, like, one of the reasons, anyway, I... So, wait, wait, wait. That's connected, hold, to, his, hold on that's connected to his Twitch channel. So, what, <laughs> what do you... How long before that footage gets deleted or whatever? <laughs> like, what, Oh, well, it doesn't actually record unless there's... Well, I guess if there's motion, then it does now. But it didn't... Well, actually, that's only the outside cameras. The inside cameras don't record unless I have it turned on to record. It's just like my dual... shame, camera. really. Yeah, well, no. I don't like. I don't have my front door set up to notify me when it opens or closes, unless we're not home. Because otherwise, every time we went in and out, it'd be like, doors open, doors closed, doors open, doors closed. Anything else? No, you don't, you don't yeah. turn your alarm on when you're in most of the time, do you? Uh, right. Anybody, right. not just you. I mean, yeah, people in general. Right. Uh, I used to install these um, like things, the the security stuff, and I was always surprised when. Uh, people would install stuff like in their bedroom or in their bathroom and, or stuff, and then it just kind of was like, I guess you're right. Like, like if if you're afraid that your house is getting b- broken into or something's weird, like 
you want that they're angle just, <laughs> you know it's like you know it's like they could be in your blind spot because they're just hanging out in the bedroom you know or what yeah and a lot, lot of a lot of sort of burglars are aware of cameras and can you know mm-hmm. keep their face kind of you know looking away from it but if you put one where they're not expecting it like the bathroom right right um i am surprised at how many times people set up those things themselves and keep it all defaults and there's ease they're so so easy right well, like this person talks about hacking, like I don't have it open to the outside, an outside network unless I need to. You know what right. I mean? Like right, right now it's not. Um, so there's only time periods when it, when necessary that that stuff's opened up. Um, right. But I mean, one thing I've realized is I need, because uh, after, after I had someone show up at my house while I was at the beach, um, I didn't get a good angle on their license plate. So I actually just bought a deer camera to put somewhere. I'm not going to say where because as code <laughs> says, people are fucking taking notes. But uh, yeah, I've set up some motion sensing deer cameras because my driveway is so long that uh, I have multiple angles now in case in case someone comes down my driveway. I have video footage of that too. Yeah, and the landmines. Don't forget those. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, I earlier today <laughs> I was teaching my wife how to shoot a shotgun I just bought. So yeah, don't go to Good's house anymore, anyone ever. Like pizza guys, take notes. Uh, everyone, you know, UPS guy. <laughs> See, the thing is, uh, as, as a Brit, we, you know, uh, we kind of we we don't understand the gun culture in the states quite a lot. Well, that's what the police. But, that's what they told me to do. The police said to, to him, "Yes, but, they said buy a gun." They were like, "You know, what kind of gun do you have?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't really have one right now. I don't really like guns. I have my uncle's old revolver, but I don't like." You know, I mean, I, pff, I'm not going to shoot anyone with it. It's fucking ancient. And they were like, you should have a shotgun. And I'm like, all right, I'll have a shotgun. <laughs> oh, then. thank you, officer. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't understand this idea of, of, yes, you can walk around the streets with an AR-15 or something. I, I don't get that. But the idea of having a shotgun in your house if you live you know, out in the country is a good idea, I think. Yeah. Protect, pr- protect your home. Protect your family. I think that's right. Someone should not be there. Right. We used to have a gun fetish here, mainly. That's all. I, I don't really care for guns. I don't like guns. I definitely don't want one in the house with my daughter around and stuff like that. I think a shotgun's probably the safest bet uh, because you would have to be very special to shoot yourself with the shotgun. Um, <laughs> but uh, you'd have to mean to do it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like a pistol where... Um, I did consider... I didn't realize how far security's going with pistols. Um, uh, like uh, the... The, I was looking at the Glocks and um, like the Glock handgun. You have to have uh, there's a certain amount of pressure on. That's what it should be. Really should, um, yeah. or at least like a fingerprint sensor or something like that. that. I mean, our fucking phones have it. Why can't our guns have it? Um, Isn't that like Judge Dredd type stuff? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, user authenticated or something ready to yeah. fire. That that's really I would I would love that, but and that's what I was actually gonna say. There are there are safes now that you can that you put your pistol in and it uses your handprint to open the whole thing. Yeah, um, I so, saw those. But yeah. then once the guns out, you know the guns out. But then the Glocks uh, that I was looking at, you have to have a certain amount of pressure on the back and the front. So like someone like my daughter, her hand would be too small to actually hold the gun and fire it. But that still doesn't feel very safe. And I feel like if you're putting a lock on the trigger itself, then by that point. If you need the gun in the in a case of an emergency, you're just like, oh, hold on, let me get the key. Just give me a yeah. second. Oh crap! So, I left the keys in my my old pants. Let me go through the laundry. One second. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not really a big fan of of having a gun, but I, I feel like a shotgun. Hey, look, there's even there's even rounds right here. Oh man, <laughs> you are prepared. 
Well, uh, also, you're so, now prepared for the zombie infestation that is likely to happen any day now. Well, that's so. what uh, my wife kept saying. She was like, Crystal was like, uh, so we should get some rounds for squirrels and some rounds for quail. So we know, because we got lots of squirrels. We just let them eat our peaches and share beer, and we got a whole squirrel family. <laughs> but she wants family. to kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she's like, you know, we let them eat our peaches, so we're going to kill them one day and eat them. Got to defend your peaches. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to picture Crystal with a shotgun, actually. I think uh, I can. This was her first time ever shooting a gun other than a BB gun, actually. So Yeah, I never have. Was, uh, I've never shot any. See, my dad was a police officer. I've shot a shotgun. Come on, Chad. Get your shit my dad was a police officer. I lived in Texas, so we, we owned, I think, ten guns. Uh, my, my father. And that was uh, just in the bathroom. That was in the back of the truck. Basically, yeah. No, I've never <laughs> fired a gun. That's weird, though. I have living in Texas <laughs> and having living in Texas, three, and living in a home that had multiple guns. Yeah, never. I've held. Not. I've held guns. I have not fired a gun. An actual gun. I've fired a BB gun. Yeah, I killed a squirrel once. I felt <gasps> bad about it. <laughs> like this is like mind crack confessions. I've told you guys Animals about that rabbit I killed. killed. Slingshot. Yeah. How it started. I killed a pigeon with a rock. Did you really? Yeah, it I was killed an a cat accident. with a car. It was, a, it was an accident. Is that like how people <laughs> accidentally get pregnant? Well, like, did you, kind of. Did you cause... throw the rock? Yes. <laughs> uh, but I would just want to make the bird go away. Oh, but it instead, it, right. it, forever. Like... it went away forever, yeah. Well, because it hit him in the head and his, his head turned all the way around. Ah! <laughs> It was like out of exorcist. Oh my god. I didn't mean to do that. Did you <laughs> eat him? Is that what you said right afterward? I didn't mean to do that. Yes, it's exactly verbatim. It sounded just like that. <laughs> Did you eat him? No. Did he eat it? How crazy. How old were you? Who the hell eats pigeons? I was like, pigeons uh. Pigeons are fine. They're basically yeah, like, well, pigeons are like six. Pigeons are edible. They were brought to the new world as a food source. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> co-star, you have the next question. Hello, Podcrackers. I'm Dante, and I'm a game design student in Brazil. I work with television, and one of my dreams is to open a board games startup company. He's like a, a, a bit Quite of a, a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to know if you guys think that the indie board games market is growing like the digital games. Do you play board games, and how often? Thanks for reading this, and Badge is Sue. Uh, peace. Cool. <laughs> there's probably some Portuguese Sue. trash uh, word. There's, there's a guy, do, do you remember um, Steve Zizou, the film? Yeah. yeah. Life Aquatic. The, the, the black guy who does all the uh, David Bowie acoustic guitar stuff in that, his name is Sue. Sue? S-U-U. That go, was a very random bit of trivia. <laughs> An incredibly <laughs> random bit Welcome of trivia. To my brain. Wow. I, you know, I've noticed a, a growing section for indie board games at the conventions we attend. Yeah, big time. I feel like that um, they have a harder time marketing those than indie games, though. I mean, you don't have yeah. the, the Steam outlet of early oh, access. Yeah. Here's our Real game. Thing. Yeah. There's definitely a yeah. market, though, that definitely searches for those perfect indie board games and I, I think it's it's getting bigger <laughs> as well um i mean um what's his name that, that used to be on star trek um 
who's, who's Michael quite Dorn. butterfly in no, the sky. No, no the, the, the younger one. This. Will Wheaton? Uh, Will Wheaton? Wheaton. Yeah. yeah, tabletop. He, yeah, he does a, a, a right. There's, uh, there's a whole bunch of them. There's uh, Exploding Kittens. It was a hugely, massively successful. That's the oatmeal there. guy, right? Yeah, that's the oatmeal guy. You got Super Fight. You got Cards Against Humanity. Like these are current ones. These fall under, in my opinion, the the tabletop game market that have done enormously, massively well with their Kickstarters and fan support and re- company reputation. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So I think there's a market, but you have to come up with, you know, some kind of whatever that hook is. It's going to get people to care. Like I. I supported Exploding Kittens because I'm a fan of the, the, the oatmeal. Uh, guy yeah. behind the oatmeal. Yeah, like his sense of humor and all that stuff. So I, I supported it solely based off of reputation. But the game itself, I'm not sure, has like tons of you know unique merit to it over something like these other popular current card games. Uh, the, so that's think, like all star power, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, but the, the, uh, it takes right. something to design a good game. Um, yeah. <laughs> a, sense of, a sense of humor and a good artistic style, all that is, is one thing, but there are game mechanics that, that you need to master. And, 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 and I'm not saying it's bad either. Oh, no, 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 no. So I'm just saying, like, I didn't, I didn't support it based off of any, like, cool game design ideas. But yeah, game design applies across the board, like, from digital games to tabletop games and stuff. So you definitely no, I like that aspect. Sorry, okay, you go. I was going to say with Exploding Kittens, I think that if someone that we never, ever heard of, ever, had done the same exact Kickstarter, the result would have been completely different, right? I mean, I think that that was totally star power that brought them their money. That's all I would say. But in the case of, like, Cards Against Humanity or Super Fight, the the games themselves were successful on their own merit. Like, like Super Fight kind of played off of, I think, a little bit of being simple. It's you. Holy Oops. shit, dude. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's a phone I threw in the pool. It's fine. It's, it's indestructible. Okay. <laughs> it set off a shotgun shell, though. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Uh, in Superfight's case, I think it was riding a little bit of the Cards Against Humanity wave. It looks similar. It plays similarly in some ways. Although, I've seen like 50 different rule sets, so I'm sure there's some people that will balk at that statement. Um, but it also was a good game on its own merit, so it did fairly well. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think that there's definitely a market for it. I don't think it's as big as as uh, what, digital games. What, though. One thing I'd like to point out is that there's um, the tabletop simulator thing going on. If you can implement your game in that and get people hooked on it that way, that's that's probably a good way to. Uh, uh, there, there is there is a funny thing between <laughs> games that are tabletop versions and digital versions. Um, so there are some people that prefer to play, you know, physically in a group around a table, um, and there's some that obviously can't, don't have the friends or whatever, and, and have to do it digitally over the internet and stuff. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see if. You, you make a game and you put it into Tabletop Simulator, whether you're going to lose sales or whether you're going to gain. Well, the, the big well, problem I'll, right yeah. now is that people can make whatever they want for Tabletop Simulator. And obviously, once it was Workshop enabled, everybody made everything. You want mm-hmm. Monopoly, it's up there. You want, you know, 
Cards Against Humanity, it's in there. You know, you name it, it's there. Yeah. But the problem is they didn't get permission to do this stuff. No. And so there's this whole thing of like trying to work out what's going to happen there. I think that it would be great if it could arrive at some uh, point of where it's like beneficial for both Tabletop Simulator in the fact that they get content and beneficial for the game creators in that their their works aren't stolen and they get some possibility at least of making some income. Like yeah, I think low, that it would low be costs official plugins. Yeah. 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 Well I yeah. know that's in the works for Tabletop Simulator there is DLC. Like an interesting fun fact about uh, Superfight in Tabletop Simulator is that that is not Superfight. That is not the cards that was designed by Darren for Superfight. That is just some shit people made up. And uh, when I talked to him about it, he said, you know, I, I'm fine with that because uh, it is advertising my game. But what I've tried to do is go around to people's videos and streams and say, you know, that uh, if you want to know more about the actual game, here's where you can find out and here's the actual cards. These cards are funny, but they're nowhere near as funny as the cards I make. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's issue. a quality issue, isn't it? It's like right. some people will see that and go, well, that's actually not that funny. Um, yeah. But because it's not his game. And, um, and he even stage, contacted yeah. the tabletop simulator company and said, "Here are all the cards. Please put them in." And I think that's when they start talking about like DLC type stuff. So yeah. Um, yeah. this actually relates sure. a little bit in my mind to the whole uh, paid mods thing, yeah. where this would be a great situation for Steam to support people to sell their own uh, mods. That way, a company like say what like Milton Bradley. They, they make uh, board games, right? Or whoever else it does to make their own official Monopoly and then yeah. sell it on there for like five bucks. And then boom, you have, you have Monopoly and Tabletop Simulator. Um, and also for there to be some enforcement or regulation so that people can't make their own Monopoly, you know, because it's copyrighted. Uh, so that's sort of a future I could see, but with the the failure of the Skyrim version of that, I'm not sure how well that'll go. Right now, it's just the Wild Wild West tabletop yeah, simulator. Yeah, it's just right. I don't know. Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West. Also, tabletop simulator will be <laughs> leaving uh, early access on June 5th. It'll become an actual game. I saw that today too. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, it's a good if you if you like card games or or whatever. Now is a good time to still get into it and and play it. it. It runs decently, so. Got no one to play it with. It does really. I'll play it with your badge. It does really simulate the experience of sitting around a table with your friends and just playing cards. Right. Right. Hey, Minecrackers, this is from Joe. Uh, What have you been really excited about and then let down by? Life experiences, destinations, current events, games, movies, TV shows, books, etc. Alternatively, what is something you didn't have expectations for? They weren't expecting to like as much as you did. Uh, from Joe. I'm, I'll start this one out. off. Oh, Okay. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I loved the movie uh, Children of Men. Love the movie Children of Men. It's like one of my favorite movies of all time. And normally, whenever someone loves a movie, they say go read the book because the book's better. Read the book. The book was way worse, and I hate the book. The movie was so much better than the book, Children of Men. I was disappointed by the book, Children of Men. That one long shot scene that they did in that movie was brilliant. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I I do remember it being good. 
I remember very mm-hmm. much um, the hype over the first Batman movie. Uh, it was one of those one of those first movies that really got like super Hollywood hype, uh, as far as I can remember. Uh, and I went to see it expecting the world. And while it is probably a good movie, um, it, it it kind of it broke something inside my little little tiny childhood brain. Uh, and and now, anytime I get these like mega hypes for movies, I just instantly switch off and think, no. Are, it's gonna be are you talking about Batman Begins Keaton? or the other one? No, the proper you're original. About Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah, Tim Burton's oh. Batman, right? The, yeah. The Wait, what, what? What? What was wrong with that movie? Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nothing was wrong with it. It just wasn't as good as I was expecting it to be because of the hype. I, I was over. I, I was over excited about it, and then mm. it, it never matched up to my imagination. Uh, so yeah, it probably was a perfect. I mean, it is, it is a fine movie, but because I was expecting something amazing, and and that, that has tainted my attitude towards hype ever since. Why do you hype up all the all the people in the Minecraft community so much? Wrongfully, badge. <laughs> yeah, I, I am the hype master. I know you're constantly hyping stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, like UHC, it's going to happen. He's yeah, not yeah. denying it though. <laughs> Oh right, 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 confirmed. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Badges. Oh yeah. yeah. Damn. Damn. For me, it was uh, the TV show Under the Dome. That book was amazing, and they fucked it right in the mouth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Such a beautiful way with words. You really oh my do. gosh. <laughs> it's just disappointing, man. And and then when I found out that Stephen King himself was involved with a lot, heavily with the uh, screenwriting for it, I'm like, why did you? Why? Why did you fuck up your own thing, Why? man? You made something good. I think. I think what had happened. What had happened was. Uh, I think what had happened though is he had already written uh, the book, and so he didn't want to, you know, just rewrite the screenplay the same as the book, and so he just decided I'm gonna make a new story with the same characters. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Just something that I, w- I didn't think that I would like, but ended up really liking was the original fable. Um, I remember seeing that. And it looked like something that I would want to play, but it was the, it, I don't know. I had just been burnt. Like it was in the discount section of like target or something. And I kept seeing it and it looked really interesting, but like I read the back of the box and I was just like, ah, there's just no way this is going to be all that great. And I ended up, re- and then I, and then my grandmother gave it to me for Christmas or something like that. And I was like, ah, oh, crap, this one. And I didn't play it for a few months. And then I ended up playing it. I ended up loving it like so much. Um, and then I later found out that Peter Molyneux is a lying bastard. But, uh, yeah, uh, but I really enjoyed uh, the 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 first Fable without thinking that I would. So there's this game called <laughs> Minecraft. I had heard nothing about it and uh, i decided to play it one day and uh what did you play if you had nothing about it hmm? right how was it on your yeah, computer yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you find it? i think it was, it was a lot there uh, early impression was like no expectations and then mind blown yeah you know like my- minecraft just took over your brain from that yeah. point on and then yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and then eventually, four years later. Um, 
Christmas was like that for me. I remember getting Christmas. My mom had sent me this when I was living here with my dad, and so she sent me like an Easter basket in the mail, and it was just like one of those like pre-made by the by Walmart or grocery store right. or Easter basket things, uh, and it had Christmas in it. And so I was like, well, obviously this is a piece of shit game right. that made it to the fucking Easter basket at Food Lion or whatever. Uh, but then when I played it, it was just like, man, I played the hell out of that game. That game. <laughs> But on the opposite side of disappointments is uh, Alien Colonel Marines. That's an easy one to go with. The, that's yeah. the, sorry, my, my is driving a tractor around outside. But uh, you you had uh, no expectations for Wanderlust, right? And that kind of well. Out after you showed it to me, I I I, I expected to be <laughs> awesome, but I did not expect it to be as. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like I I when when whenever whenever Fedrin messaged me when I was at the beach and I saw it, I was like, wow. That that looks like it's going to be awesome, like Crystalis. The fact that it's four player multiplayer like that, so I was excited for it at least. You know what I mean? Um, basically, with that, there was room to be let down. Even you know what I mean? Like I, yeah, I was excited enough that there was potential to be let down, but it exceeded my expectations for sure. You really you like Wonderlust? <clears throat> oh my god, I love Wonderlust. It's the best game I've played this year. Really? Oh yeah, can't wait to play more. I last week I was at home because I was doing something, but. Uh, so we didn't get to play, and I felt really bad. Tomorrow. I just can't wait to play. <laughs> huh. Yeah, Did you not like it, Chad? I haven't seen it. I saw that you guys started a playthrough of it. I didn't get to watch your episode of it. It's a procedure-generated world. It's like a four-player Zelda game, basically. That right. The world is random, um, and you're like little characters. You level up. You know, I'm like the mage, and Ko's the warrior, and Milby's a paladin. Um, that sounds lovely. Oh, it's amazing. I got little cocoa balls that I put around people and the little boulder fists. Do you have, fists, they do you kick have to ass. be full player? No, no, we're just doing three player. Wow. Uh, and then there's uh, there's tons of there's a, there's a crafting system. The weapons have fucking sockets, so you can manipulate your weapons with sockets, kind of like Materia back in Final Fantasy VII. But it doesn't like the sockets uh, level up like Materia did. It's like um, Chucklefish. Oh. Yeah. Well, they're 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 publishing it. Uh, Yeti yeah. Trunk is the actual developers. Oh, got it. Um, yeah. Uh. It's got companions, but you have to find the companions in the world, and you can level up your companions. Um, it's got fucking everything. It's the best game ever made. Let's play. <laughs> Interesting. It's yeah. not available yet, though. Uh, they're hoping to have it sometime out this year. Oh. Also, freaking. shout out to Leth for being an awesome uh, developer that communicates with us and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Interesting. Very cool. I don't think that... It doesn't necessarily translate to what people want to see on YouTube, but they're wrong. It's what you want to play on, <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I think playing what you want to play tends to give better content sometimes. Right. Because you're yeah, enjoying it more. Sure. Right. I'm having trouble thinking of anything that really fits that exact juxtaposition of I like know I thought it would be difficult high expectations bad yeah. results or low expectations great results <laughs> uh, because like I want to say things that I actually really had high expectations for like I alien isolation I loved but I kind of expected to love it I didn't expect it to fail or something yeah after did a while you, you kind of get your right expectations the shit that it was because huh? I actually I did you expect Colin Marines to be the shit that it was because I actually yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. not really guess to do enough research <laughs> and I just pre-ordered it, <clears throat> installed it, and was, and then I cried for the rest of the night. I wasn't hyped for it or anything, so it's another situation where I couldn't say that I had any expectations. Let's see, so 
But I mean, like the two, the truest examples I could think of off the top of my head were, um, I had really high expectations for The Evil Within, and um, it kind of felt like a letdown. And what's the other thing? Oh, um, Spore. I had. Oh, <laughs> well, that's like ancient old news, though. Um, I still hurt. <laughs> everybody does, man. Everybody. What did you guys not enjoy Spore? It was not what will. It's not what us. was promised us. Oh man, I played 2005 video. Shit out of Spore. I played like I tried to defeat the Groks. Like I spent hundreds of hours in that game trying to completely wipe out the Groks, and I finally realized I was wasting my life. (laughs) I mean, it was like a very repetitive game. After you got like basically, you load up your ship with uh, the three animals you were going to populate to get everything to a tier three planet. uh, The three plants, you just went planet to planet, planet to planet, doing that over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Once you got to the space age. But I well, Wheaton demonstrated to us like a evolving living universe, uh, and Wheaton? Uh, I said, oh, "I what?" I only said, "Will, Will Wheaton right? did that." <laughs> did I say Will Wheaton? I didn't mean. I, I swear I, you I, said I, Will Wheaton too. Yeah, probably because we said that earlier. I just meant to say Will because I can't remember his damn last name right now. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, Maxis yeah, Will. Um, yeah, yeah. Maxis Will. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember his last name. I think it's another W. Yeah, we'll just say Will Wheaton did this. Yeah, Will um, Wheaton. <laughs> Jeez. Us, uh, a really big universe. Not, and it just Boston. It was just significantly scaled back from what was um, what they had planned to do. And, you know, it just wasn't as good. It was supposed to be a much more seamless thing where you evolve from a cell all the way through. And then you get up to this level of being able to fly spaceships in space and traveling to other galaxies. It just... Yeah, I mean, you got to do all that thing on a very simplistic level, though. Yeah, each each stage was sort of a, a mini compact game. Yeah. version of the idea yeah. that was originally planned. So right. it was too it's ambitious, like, basically. Yeah. Right. They should make another one, like a Sport Two, at this point, and really, because they could do a lot more well. at this point, right? Yeah, I, I have, well, I have as a lot long of as EA games. owns it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of trouble getting excited about. Projects that have had the original passion removed from them, you know. Yeah, kind of like Call of Duty is like nobody who cared about Call of Duty is involved with it anymore. Nobody who cared about SimCity is involved with it anymore. It's just sort of like there's this company, this cloudy yeah. thing that just decides one day we're going to make a SimCity game, you know, and they get all the people to come and do it who never made a SimCity game before. And right. <laughs> They make Battlefront Three, <laughs> right? That's going to be the same thing again, where they're just they're just throwing dice at it. Like, we need we need to make money off of this name. That's how I feel about Jurassic World. Even though I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic movie, I don't think the Crichton would have been okay with what what's happening right Mil- now. Milking it, yeah. Mm. It's yeah. it's such a mixed thing. I have mixed feelings, you know. When I see these things, it's like, yes, I, I want more of this franchise that I loved, whether it's Jurassic Park or SimCity or something like that. But I just feel like if the passion people are gone, it's just, it could be anything. It's not really, it just shares a name, but it's really not the same thing right. anymore. Right. But we should move on. Bats, jump Yes, I'll have to shut my window now. Hang on. Um, such a damage. 
so, uh, in response to the John Deere... Oh, by the way, uh, that badge is so. Uh, apparently that is Portuguese for his, so I'm assuming that is some slang. But... No, is that what you found like... out? Yes. Um, in response to the John Deere topic from episode 104, what are your opinions on the patenting of life forms? In the USA, this started with a GMO that was created to decompose oil spills, but it's expanded to include plants and seed types that come directly from nature. Thank you so much. Badges love, badges life. Not patented. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly enough, we were just talking about Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton wrote a book about this before it was a real thing. The book's called Next. Mm. So... I, 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 I mean, I, I mean, you know, he obviously went over in the. It's obviously science fiction, but um, all you know, all the problems with it that can arise from patenting something like that. But I think what, there, what there's, yeah, there's two issues. There's one where you create something like they've created something to to decompose oil spills. Then that is something you've invested money in. It's something that is new that you've made, uh, and then you know you should theoretically be getting some money back by utilizing that to do the job but then there, there are people that are patenting and it's not just life forms there's other things like microsoft patenting double clicks and apple patenting slides to across the screen you know these are things that that shouldn't be patented i think we uh, need a better de definition of property versus life yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like I, I think that the, the real trouble here is that the people who approve patents are not educated about what it is that they're approving, and yeah, so they yeah, approve yeah. things that should not be approved. In the case of the software thing, like the double clicking and stuff like that, an educated person looking at that patch, that patent, like an engineer or something like that, would say, uh, "Aren't all? Isn't everybody yeah, going to need this?" It's such a basic function. Yeah. It's... Right, and that's a huge problem plaguing software because people just accidentally violate patents all the time. Because there's every stupid little thing is patented, but with with the whole life thing, the the inherent problem there, and I think this is another education problem, is that life is not static. If yeah. someone creates something that is a living, you know, code of DNA <laughs> yeah, you or whatever, can't really they create, control. Well, it's it's not just that it, it's alive and it and it's doing whatever its imperative is as a, as a living thing. Over time, it'll also you know mutate. Or evolve, it'll change into something else. Right. Do they get the patent on that? I just think that it, in that case, non, non derivative. <laughs> right. <laughs> no derivative works. Um, yeah, they should not I'm be trying able to patent that. So I'm trying to remember if this was in the book or if it was an article I read, because, like I said, there's that book next was definitely talking about this. And some of it, something was, it was either, like I said, either this book or, so this might be fiction, this might be fact, I don't remember. Um, but, it was a vaccine that was created from someone else's blood cells, and so that person's blood cells were patented, and so them basically they were owned, and all their descendants were owned by the company. Okay, because well, obviously that has to be thrown out. That's absurd. Right, and again, I can't remember. This might. This is probably from a science fiction book I've read. <laughs> <laughs> but, or dream. So, well, no. I think a, another big problem with this whole topic is that it's conflated together with um, people's fear of the unknown and genetic modification stuff too. Yeah. So it's it's a very complicated issue, and uh, I, I do think though that it's pretty clear that something like life should not be patentable when we don't even have uh, you know inanimate things uh, being patented correctly. So. Yeah. Um. Nebris, I think, is the... Wait, Nebris, do you want to do this in one word? 
this last question. You already question. deleted it. Sorry, it's oh, back. Okay. It's back. <laughs> I was like, what, where did his question go? Listen, I'm the overlord. Uh, I can take it away or I can bring well, it back. You, you, okay. No, no, I'm the Everest, <laughs> so it's, it's only fair we have, we have the question. Right. Probably. Yeah, really. Um, Extra Plays MC says, what is the game that I have spent the most hours on in my life? Uh, it doesn't have to be on stream. He appreciates the answer and Hail Lord badge. Um, I really don't know. It could be... It's one of three things. It's either Minecraft, Guild Wars, or RuneScape. I don't know which Runes one. Do you still play RuneScape on a... I started in 2001, and I quit <laughs> in 2006, I think. Wow, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a fun game. Yeah, no, it was. It was. And they've also updated the graphics and stuff now. It's crazy. I've never cool. played RuneScape. I feel like I missed out on something. You really didn't. Yeah, you really haven't. It, yeah. It's it's just a super grind. But there were some really good gameplay elements to it that I wish that's, a lot more people would draw from. Yeah. With that, thanks so much for watching the podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. Minecraft Podcast is what you search for. Subscribe on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Network. Uh, if you have questions, you can send them to mindcracklp.com slash podcast. And there you'll also find links to subscribe, uh, like, uh, on iTunes and YouTube, like I just said. One last party shout-out! Minecracklp.com slash party is where you find out all about that. All about that. Still not a real URL. You should really make sure that redirects. Minecraft.minecraft.minecraft. Yeah, I could not say that correctly. Can we not make that redirect? Because I've said it twice. I think we should. I think we should. (laughs) We need to set up all those. It'll just say suck it, Chad, and then at the bottom, in an iframe, okay? So then load the rest of the page below it. Um, Right. Uh, HTTP colon slash slash mindcracklp.com slash party. You don't need to. No, I I really like it. (laughs) HTTP colon slash slash www.mindcracklp.com slash party. It's where you find out. I use the HTTPS anywhere extension, so. (laughs) Did I say HTTPS? I don't think no. I can use that. You're allowed. You can. <laughs> you should. Do we have yeah, a cert? Until encryption gets banned by the world. I don't think we, we do. We do. do it. Okay, Go. fine. Whatever. Uh, see you next time. Uh, thank you so much, Nebris, for joining us. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, thank you so much for being our special guest. Um, I'm special. You're so special. So thank you so much, and it'll be a lot shorter until... Um, sorry it's been so long since we were last on. See you next time on the podcast. Bye! (laughs) Don't ever stop. Don't stop. I'm waving too, you just can't see. (laughs) I'll say it, penis. If you're working on a mobile app and searching for the right payments API, check out the Braintree V.0 SDK. With one simple integration, you get everything. You get every way to pay. Here we go. In three, two... You get everything. You get. You get everything. Everything. It's a whole world. You get. That was. You get everything. Way to pay. Wait, that makes no sense. Way to pay. <laughs> way to pay. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good.
job, guy. Way to pay. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm starting over. <laughs>